Nigerian trumpeter and composer Etuk Ubong from his 2020 release Africa Today, recorded direct to disc in the Netherlands. Etuk is part of a powerful movement of artists fusing jazz and African music in new ways. Trust me, what made you Maskela who he is, it was because when you Maskela got to America, the likes of Coltrane, likes of Miles Davis at Blake, he told him, Yo, you need to play African jazz, man. You need to reflect Africa. And then Humus Kelly becomes great automatically. With my kind of music, it's just about the culture. So it doesn't sound like pop. It doesn't sound like rap music, but it sounds like Africa. Hello, Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRX. Today's program, New Moves in Afro Jazz. We'll hear sounds from Nigeria, Senegal, Ethiopia, and beyond. But we start in Lagos, Nigeria, with Hardbop meets Afrobeat in the passionate, fiery sound of Etuk Ubong. in Lagos, but his ancestry goes back to the Ibibio people in the Niger Delta region down south. So before he got to blending musical genres, Etuk was adept at blending cultures and religions. You know, I'm from this kind of half-religious home. My mom used to be a committed and devoted Christian. My dad was um, a traditionalist. And then my grandfather was a chief priest. So yeah, a bit of Christianity and the other way as well, you know. It was in a church that Ituk first started playing music, first on the conga drum, but soon advancing to the trumpet. He was clearly talented and was encouraged to study music, but the music he loved most was scarcely taught in Nigeria. I have always dreamt of being a jazz musician. I grew up listening to the likes of Louis Armstrong, Miles Davis, John Coltrane, you know, a lot of others. Clifford Brown was my favorite. And basically in Nigeria, jazz isn't, it's not functional. I'm just going to use that word, it's not functional. So you can't get the jazz education here in Nigeria. You know, the best you can get is classical education. I really wanted to study jazz music, but unfortunately, Nigeria couldn't offer me that. All I got was rudiments and theory of music, which I learned from Peter King College of Music at first. Uh, and then I went to Ibadan Poli to study a bit of uh, music tech, but I wasn't still satisfied. You know, I needed a, a proper jazz study. Four months before my graduation of getting my diploma in classical music, I got admitted into the University of Cape Town, South African College of Music. And that's the only place in Africa where you can get such a um, level of education, you know, up to standard. By that time, Etuk was an experienced musician. He got his first gig at just 14, playing with high-life icon Dr. Victor Olaya, who left us at age 89 in 2020. It was a life-changing experience. 
we used to play two nights a week, every Wednesday night for band rehearsals and Saturday night for the Papingo nightclub. I got into the band through a man called Baba Wires. He used to be a tenor saxophone player with Fella back in the days. Baba Wires started this company of fixing and repairing on saxophone, trumpet, all sort of on. So I took my own for a repair at this place then. After fixing the on, he told me to like check. And I think I was playing about 250 BPM. <laughs> and the guy was like, yo, wow. You sound really amazing. Where do you play? I was like, nowhere. Oh, would you like to play in a band? I was like, yeah, sure, I don't mind. And he said, okay, next week, Wednesday, come here, 1 p.m., you're going to start playing in the band. What happened was I got to the rehearsal section a bit earlier than everybody. The record was playing, I think, Trumpet Highlight or Moonlight Highlight, you know, one of the songs. And then immediately I transcribed that trumpet part and then I just played the solo. Victoria had me from his office, and that was how I got the job. It was beautiful because it was more like an institution for me. I got exposed to the music and life of Bobby Benson, Rex Lawson, Zil Onya, Roy Chicago, E.T. Mensa, even Fela. So he told me about those people, their story, his experience with them. You know, it was more like you experiencing what happened in the 1960s, 1970. Those are still part of my major influence to date, man. So it was beautiful. I had the best education playing as a sideman with Victor Laya because I was able to sing, play, you know, just give them a show, man. <laughs> After three years with Victor Olaya, he took played for almost two years in Femi Kuti's band Positive Force, well known for its killer horn section. Band, I got to really delve into Afrobeat and what Afrobeat reflects about African history, the Black experience, and the continent itself. So at that point, it was a turnaround for me because then I started thinking about my culture, I started thinking about my heritage, I started thinking about how I can reflect my culture being an African. You know, being a Nigerian, also being an Ibibio man, you know. Um, so by the time I got to South Africa, I was already writing more African music. Working with Femi Kuti, Etuk says he also learned discipline, focus, and the importance of hard work. And you can hear that in his music. Let's listen to more from his 2020 album. This song, Akpo Momom, 
draws on a dance rhythm from the Ibibio people called Ekombi. Nigeria, by way of Holland, it took Ubong with Ekpo Momom. Ekpo Momom is beautiful, man. I wrote that song in honor of my granddad, Ekpo Momom. It was just a beautiful young man, you know, back in the days when farming, hunting, and all that. He got missing for about six months. He explained that he was in the sea for three months, there with spirits leave. They called him Ekpo Momom because it literally was a human and also a spirit. That's why it came about the name Ekpo Mom Mom, which is a ghost 
but then he did beautiful things with his power, like curing people from illness. So he was a great guy. The Africa Today album mostly features ensemble arranging for the group it took assembled in the Netherlands. But he also shared with us a brand new track recorded with his Lekos band. It's called Awaka de Go. Awaka de Go talks about the current happenings in Nigeria up today, the struggling. Man and woman struggle every day to put food on their table in this hard time. Our leaders are the problems of Africa. They are highly corrupt. After 60 years of independence in Nigeria, we still don't have good roads. We still don't have security. Boko Haram is a problem for us. The educational system is bad. The problems we have with COVID-19 of today is a reflection of the healthcare system not being functional. There's hunger in the land, there's poverty, starvation and all that. Yet you hear of a pastor getting a private jet, you know. It feels like religion is the order of the day. It feels like politics is the order of the day. Those are our top celebrities, man, you know, which is really, really sad. I work out the good. It's also very interesting musically. It started with the trumpet part and then it ended with the trumpet cadenza. I want to go. 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 I want to go.
with Awakadego. Now from Lagos, we head to Senegal by way of the UK. Awale Jump Band with a love song called Sopé. You hear the complex tonalities of jazz, the swing of Afrobeat, and the powerful voice of lead singer Biram Sek. I am a Senegalese, 
I come from a family musician. All my uh, grandfather play music, traditional music. In Senegal, you have the Castle Griot, like Baba Mal. You know Mansour Sek, back in Baka Baba Mal. We come from the same family. It's the family Griot, the Gaulo. Some years back, Biram formed a band in Dakar and quickly attracted the attention of BBC Three's Lake Junction radio program in the UK. In 2003, he went there to perform, and since then, England has been his second home. Biram sang with a few different bands, including the fusion band Fofula. But eventually, he created his own, Chant Band. And that's when he hooked up with French musician Thibaut Rémy. Thibaut led a band called Awali, which also drew on Senegalese sounds and jazz. Well, long story short, they combined forces in 2009 as Awale Jant Band. Awale Jant Band. Awale means in Wolof, let pass through. Jant Band is the sun. Let the sun pass through. Mean Awale Jant Band. Open your window and let the sun pass through. <laughs> <laughs> One influence that passed through Biram's window was the spirit of jazz. Awale's powerful horn section appealed to him immediately. Biram was already a jazz fan. Yes, I listen to jazz. It's only jazz I listen to because it's popular. We do jazz music with horn, with very, very heavy horns, like Awale. If you go to Africa, see many types of music. Like me, uh, the music Fulani uh, is the traditional music with the Fulani, but still you feel the jazz inside. My mom is not Fula, my dad is Fula. My mom's side is the Wolof and Serer. Music Serer, you feel the jazz, you know? It's very difficult to explain jazz, but for me, jazz is the foundation of music. There's a rich jazz scene in Senegal, but it's marginalized. Mostly music for elites. In the UK, Biram and Awale Jant Band are free to mix Senegalese tradition, jazz, Afrobeat from Nigeria, whatever they liked. And that's what we hear in this album, Yewulen, which means wake up. Here is the song Jeunesse, offering moral advice to youth. Fortal, mon tailleur, mon gueule, mon tailleur, mon 
Senegalese saxophonist Abdoulaye Ndiaye from his burning 2003 album Tawe. Now based in New York and Baltimore, this guy has become a force in Afro-jazz. He's performed with the likes of David Murray, Michael Becker, and McCoy Tyner. And before that, we heard the Awale Jump Band from the UK. Coming up, Afro-jazz from Burkina Faso, Ethiopia, and Congo. And visit afropop.org for interviews with the artists on this program. I'm Georges Collinet. With you on Afropop Worldwide from PRX. an unusual band out of Brussels and Burkina Faso. They go by the name African Protocol, and their music is a fusion of jazz and traditional West African rhythms. meets Burkina Faso with African Protocol. We reached the band's founder in Brussels, and he told us their story. My name is Guillaume Van Paris. I am a musician from Belgium. I play saxophone. I created this band, African Protocol, when I first went to Burkina Faso in 2011, so 10 years ago already. Why Burkina Faso? I had heard uh, many stories about Burkina Faso, about the musicians, but not only musicians, dancers and puppet players and <laughs> theater, the culture there, the people, and especially all these different uh, rhythms that we can find there. That was really interesting for me as a musician. The spark was lit when Guillaume befriended drummer Moïse Ouattara, who had mastered the art of playing traditional rhythms on drum kit. We spoke with Moïse from his hometown of Bobo Diolasso. By the time Moïse took up the drum kit in 1998, he was already adept at playing a variety of regional rhythms. Bobo Diolasso, qui est un grand carrefour en Afrique de l'Ouest. Moïse says Bobo Diolasso is a cultural crossroads in West Africa. People from Côte d'Ivoire, Benin, and many other countries always pass through on business. Moïse says, we have over 60 ethnic groups, 60 languages, and hundreds of rhythms. 
As a young musician, Moïse toured around the country, learning rhythms he could adapt on his drum kit. So naturally, Guillaume was thrilled to meet him. I recorded some rhythm on the drum with him, and then going back home, I started analyzing all these rhythms and then playing with my saxophone on it, just exploring. And then I decided to create a band with five to six musicians. But I didn't want to create a band like most of the bands that we find uh, in Burkina Faso, playing what we call tradi-modern music, typically with a rhythmic section, guitar, keyboards, and then a singer. I wanted to do something really different to go at the roots of the rhythm, so without harmonic instruments, no keyboards, no guitars, only drums, bass, percussions and saxophones. I wanted to give space for improvisation with the saxophones and to be able to move from one mode to the other on the basis of rhythm. African Protocol with the song Saharan Market, which makes a fusion of uh, Songhai rhythms from Mali and Gnawa music. Two genres communicating across the vast Sahara Desert. By the time Guillaume Fantari met Moïse Ouattara, Moïse had already become fascinated by jazz music. J'écoutais du jazz avec mon grand frère qui aime bien du jazz, et j'ai eu mes premiers pas en écoutant les standards de George Benson, Moïse says an older brother introduced him to jazz, and he adored the music of West Montgomery and Earl Crew. He says, I already had an idea of mixing jazz with local music. So when I met Guillaume, off we went together. There is definitely a real connection between jazz and African roots, African music. When we played, we, we really try to work on this connection 
One connection is the repertoire of rhythms that West African musicians share, not unlike jazz standards. It's not about faithfully reproducing musical compositions. Personal expression is essential, and the music is constantly evolving. Every ethnic group has its own way of looking at the rhythm. Even between two villages, you can find small disputes about how to play the rhythm. They are not playing the same way. But also me from Belgium, when I come to Burkina Faso, I see all these rhythms and I translate them with my own culture. I play the rhythm my way and, and the drummers say, well, it's not exactly that way, but that sounds great too. Moïse says, that's what's so beautiful about this project. Guillaume had this facility to adapt to African music, and we too could adapt to jazz. Now, let's listen to the song Doromin Kellen, which means respect between people is more important than material possessions. In this song, we use a rhythm called Siraba, and this is a hunter rhythm. Her singer is a griot, and in traditional life, this rhythm, Siraba, is played by griot people to remind hunters of modesty and humility.
Maluma, where I'm so jagged at the brother, you would come out there. Nakami Fantama is somebody, Malaka Fanta, Yan Coro, Napo two, Baira, Mosobe, Baira, the Bayabi Baira, Nakami Jama, Mawiri. Don't make it a sorrow, Mogami, Malatu, make it a sorrow, Kumatefa, don't make it a sorrow, Mogami, Malatu, make it a sorrow, Kumatefa, don't make it a sorrow, Mogami, Malatu, make it a sorrow, Kumatefa, don't make it a sorrow, Mogami, Malatu, make it a sorrow, Kumatefa. African Protocol with Doromin Kellen. In 2020, we met composer and keyboard player Dyson Meya, who lives in Kinshasa in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Like Itukubong in Lagos, Dyson loves jazz, but he had nowhere to study it. He ended up learning on his own and from visiting artists like Richard Bonnat, who came to town occasionally to teach master classes. But Tyson told us that interest in jazz is growing in Kinshasa, including among musicians who play Congolese pop. Il y a vraiment tous les musiciens qui font même le ndombolo, qui font la rumba congolaise. Tyson says that almost all the musicians who play ndombolo and rumba are into jazz. They feel connected to an international network that influences their tastes, and they bring those influences into Congolese music. Le jazz ici à Kinshasa, ce n'est pas vraiment trop populaire. Tyson says that even though they are good jazz musicians in Kinshasa, jazz isn't very popular there. There are few jazz groups, but they don't record. The music we are hearing was released on an American label, Color Red, out of Colorado. Tyson thinks the Kinshasa public would be open to jazz, but because there are no recordings and little radio play, they don't become known. the song Bokoko, which means roughly tradition. And Bokoko is also the name of Tyson Meyer's group. Now, let's hear another song, Kivu, which he wrote to promote peace and reconciliation in war-torn Eastern Congo. Mm-hmm. 
Kinshasa, Dyson Meyer with Kivu. Michael Wimbley is a jazz percussionist, composer and arranger in New York City. His 2021 album Afrofuturism is a complex blend of funk, neo-soul, jazz and African traditions. Futurism has the move on my mind. 
Ooh, cool and funky. Michael Wimbley with Afrofuturism. You can find our interview with Michael on afropop.org. By the way, Michael has a variety of experiences working with African musicians in the US, Europe, and Mozambique. And he has some insights into the paradox of jazz in Africa. When you look at the advent of bebop and the development of that was that was breaking away from the main swing and danceability of a music because so many white players began to play swing and develop that and these bebop players wanted to like hey we need to create our own thing again and get away from that but with Africa that's interesting I played with jazz musicians from there it is a small percentage of people who listen to it and I don't know why but I do understand that culturally and I'm talking about the continent their traditional and folkloric music is rhythm based I think the people maybe need to have access to it to educate themselves on it. You'd have to start targeting the kids and bringing that into elementary schools in order to broaden their awareness. But you're not going to be able to sell more advanced musical concepts to a people who culturally, traditionally groove. It's a groove continent, you know. Think about it. Well, before we leave the groove continent for today, let's sample some fresh music from Ethiopia and the father of Ethio jazz, Mulatu Astatke. The album To Know Without Knowing is the second collaboration between Astatke and the eight-piece ensemble Black Jesus Experience, based in Melbourne, Australia. Here is the opening track, Mulatu. Astatke and Black Jesus Experience from their 2020 album To Know Without Knowing. One thing I know is I love your music, Astatke. Well, that wraps up our sampling of new moves in Afro jazz. And as you can imagine, there is lots more where all this came from. 
Funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art, and from PRX affiliate stations around the U.S. And thank you for supporting your public radio station. Additional funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the World Music Method. Learn tribal fingerstyle guitar, Brazilian rhythms, Congolese bass, Latin American folk, Hindustani slide, and desert blues. The ultimate learning experience, worldmusicmethod.com. That's worldmusicmethod.com. And from Womex, the showcase, seminar, and marketplace for world and roots music, October 27 to the 31st in Porto, Portugal. More information at womex.com. And don't forget to visit afropop.org to read interviews with artists we spoke with for this program. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. Research and production for this program by Banning Air. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast, including radio programs and our Afropop Close-Up podcast series. And join us next week for another edition of Afropop Worldwide. Our chief photo engineer is Michael Jones. Additional engineering by GC from the Syncopated Lair studio in Washington, D.C. Banning Air and C.C. Smith edit our website, afropop.org. Our director of new media is Ben Richmond. And I'm Georges Collinet.